I'm Mo Amir, a basic bro podcaster who loves yoga, kombucha, politics, and stand-up comedy. And I'm Megan Edwards, a radio announcer, author, and entertainment reporter who has a strong opinion about, well, about almost everything. We connected after both appearing on a reality TV dating show where neither of our dates worked out because... Well, let's be honest, we didn't have our shit together. But here we are, offering you life lessons that we learned the hard way. This is Get Your Shit Together with Megan Edwards and Mo Amir, two people who do not have their shit together. My name is Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And it's been a long time. It oh has my been God. a really long time. <laughs> so, so long that we didn't know when we had last seen each other. Yeah. It's almost like that saying, you know, the best laid schemes of mice and men. We had this amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> we hit the ground running. So much enthusiasm. Yeah. Who would have thought a pandemic would derail everything and everything else in life, too? Never did I ever think that. <laughs> I think we did two episodes and we kind of were sort of planning for more. And then it, everything was just closed. We couldn't even come here to record. or We couldn't come here no one knew what was going to happen. Right? No. Everyone kind of stayed at home where, when they could. Yeah. <laughs> All extracurricular activity done. It was a scary time. But it's nice to see you now. I'm glad we could do this. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. I feel like some loyal listeners might have forgotten. Yeah. But this is the show within a show mm-hmm. where we attempt to learn lessons or we've learned lessons from other people. But we also talk about the lessons that we've learned. Yeah. And we share them with the audience so that they can get their shit together. Yes. And if there's one thing I want to say is if you pick 2020 to get your shit together, worst year ever. Yeah, definitely the worst year ever. We totally forgive you if you haven't gotten your shit together by December 31st. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. This was a shitty year to get your shit together. You know what I keep thinking about too? Everyone that was so full of hope on uh, New Year's Eve 2019. Oh my God. I was that guy. Totally. (laughs) On January 1st, every year I write my goals of the next year. Not resolutions, goals. I, 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 and I don't look at it again really until uh, the next year because I like to see what I've done. Um, I think I've done maybe one thing and that was read a book a month because I mean what else were we gonna do yeah exactly the one goal I had I only had one goal this year (laughs) and it was the one I failed at which was I'm gonna get into peak physical shape yeah that was hard to do and I was on a good schedule January, February, and then March hit, and I was just crushing bags of chips. <laughs> <laughs> just all the junk I thought fruit. you were going to say gr- crushing some workouts, some no, home workouts. <laughs> no, I quit. I just legitimately stopped. I was very worried. Everything else in my life, professionally, this podcast, like, I was killing it. Yeah. But that one goal that I actually did set mm-hmm. didn't even touch it. Well, I mean, it was hard. Everything did shut down. So you couldn't go to your regular yoga class or fitness class or whatever. And for a lot of people, you need that sort of structure in order to work out. I know I do. I'm not one that's going to be like, yeah, 5K run today or 10K run. You know, I don't do that. And and to be honest, if the world is going to end... I'm not going to go out doing fucking push-ups. <laughs> no, not worried about that. I do remember when my when my yoga place was, um, I went there and then they said, um, we're going to be closed tomorrow. And I was like, well, for how long? And she was like, we, we don't know. Forever. Yeah, we don't know. It ended up being probably, I forget, like four or five months. And when I left, I actually cried. Like, I, I don't cry 
a lot, but I left and I was just like, what am I going to do? Because yeah. it help, has helped me through mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. It's helped me just like it starts my day, gets my body fit. I look better. I feel better. Have you gone back since it reopened? Yes, I have. Not on a regular basis, though, because then I started working out online. Right. Um, and I found a great workout online. It saves you lots of time uh, as well with my work schedule. So I have gone back a couple times, um, but it's very hard to get in because it's less people allowed in the rooms. Yeah. And it, so it's, it's just very hard to get in. I didn't like it. I went back mm-hmm. to my studio because they did reopen. Right. And they did a very professional job in terms of spacing people out. And you have to go in a single file line to go into the studio. It's yep. only one way. <laughs> so it's not that. It was, It's that's not why I went. Like there was a sense of community in my yoga studio where you'd go, you kind of hang out, you do a class, right. you'd hang out afterwards. And then also the biggest thing, just on a practical level the showers were closed. Like you couldn't uh, shower. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't go in the morning. Right before work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going in the office here and there. And and especially now I'm back in the office. I, like that part of my morning routine is gone. Because yeah. I can't go back home to shower. It just didn't feel the same. I actually yeah. bought a Peloton. It's coming next week. So many people have <laughs> purchased those. Seriously. I've seen I saw it. It sold more than... Oh my god! I wish I remembered that article, but it's it's sold a lot. Yeah, a lot of people are getting them because everyone's getting ready for the second lockdown. Yeah, that's what I'm getting ready for. Yeah. I was like, I got fat. I need something at home that's going to keep me motivated. Totally. And I was like, ah, I like spin, so let's just get this Peloton bike. Yeah, <laughs> and you can do everything online. Easy peasy. Yeah. Were there any lessons that you learned throughout this pandemic so far? Anything that maybe dawned upon you that you weren't expecting? Yeah, I mean, you know this. I I work a lot and, um, you know, you're freelance and you have to work a lot. But I had no choice but to cut all that down because, you know, everything was canceled except for my main radio job. Yeah. So I really, I love my family, obviously, but I really thought during that time I was like, I need to spend time with them no matter what. Mm. Like, it just reminded me to make more free time to do stuff. I remember my sister being like, we should go to Tofino in the summer. And usually I'd be like, I can, I have to work. And I was like, yes, yes, I'll make it happen. I'll take the days off. Because once I slowed down a bit and my mind cleared, I was like, oh, wow, I... I work a lot <laughs> and I should take these days off when I'm asked. It's not like I'm taking three weeks off. It was like four days. Yeah. Um, spend the time with my family while they're living in BC. Cause my, my, a lot of my family is in the military, so they sure. move away. Um, so it seems like a lesson that I should know, but it's hard when you're a, uh, when you're a freelance and you're working all the time to, to remember that you you need to take a couple of days off and relax. I think it's just easy to get into those routines. Yeah. And when, when you're in a routine and you're always working or always busy, yeah. it's easy to forget about the important stuff. You know it, mm-hmm. right? It's not like you didn't know that stuff, but it's sure. like you turn parts of your brain off yeah. almost. Okay, I can't. I have to work. Oh my God, I have so much work to do. <laughs> no, chill out. Yeah. You can take four days off. You're good. So it, it may, to be honest, it gave a lot of people anxiety it really chilled me out. Yeah. Which is strange. What about you? Did you learn anything? For me, I guess the big thing that I learned, and again, I knew this, but it really came to focus, is like everything is so fragile in life. Mm. 
Like you think you're in control of things. You're not in control of anything. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy for your whole life to be turned upside down because anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's a depressing feeling. And that's probably why I was very depressed from March to April. Mm-hmm. And then in May, I just kind of had a bounce back because that realization can also be very empowering. Totally. Because you you almost stop caring about what other people think. You mm-hmm. stop caring about the outcomes. You just kind of keep doing what you want to do in a sense. And that's why I think for me, weirdly enough, like I've, I've thrived not only in my day job at work, but with this podcast thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's really grown beyond levels that I was hoping for or anticipated. And it was because I was like, yeah, I could be depressed or I could just try to create this content that makes me happy yeah. and we'll see what happens. And you adapt and, you know, I don't like talking to people over Zoom or doing interviews over Zoom, right. but I'll do them. Yeah. And I figured out how to do them. Well, Zoom but- must have, their stocks must have gone up so much during COVID. <laughs> Everyone was doing Zoom wine nights, Zoom workout classes, yeah. like Zoom. You know what's weird? As soon as I tried Zoom for the first time, I was like, I fucking hate it. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I don't love it, but I've done it because what else? You have to. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I I just, I never heard of Zoom really before this. And then all of a sudden this happened and like Zoom was everywhere. But I adapted to that. And even though it's not my favorite format, you know, okay, we'll do Zoom interviews and some people will still come into the studio, which is great. But I just found, yeah, it gave me that time to focus on stuff I like and love without worrying too much about the outcomes. Because, mm-hmm. again, anything can happen. Totally. <laughs> right? And I think us as humans, um, especially these generations, we really think we're invincible. Yeah. And we thought, oh, a pandemic is something that happened in 1920s or yeah. whatever. Like, we didn't think in 2020 we would have every single thing shut down couldn't go out to eat, couldn't socialize with friends. Some people couldn't work. We really felt like I thought that in the days leading up, I was like, they're not going to shut restaurants. No, they're not. I really did not believe it. No. And then everything was shut down. And then things were boarded up on Robson street where I work. Yeah. And I was walking up and down it. And I was like, this is crazy. (laughs) What is happening? What is this? Yeah. We really did not think this could happen to us. You know, what's funny. I was on, CKW in January with mm. Jody Vance, mm-hmm. and we were just doing a rundown of the news. And I remember the last item was the coronavirus that was spreading in China. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, it's over there. Like, we have nothing to worry about. <laughs> just live your normal life." And wow, I I was trying to find that clip. I couldn't find it because it was such terrible, famous last words. Yes. Because literally six weeks later, maybe even less. The whole world changed. Just shut down. And it felt, especially in March when everything was shutting down, it felt so fast. Yeah. And I think that was the overwhelming part is like we didn't know. And to be honest, we still don't know what's going to happen. No. People are talking about a vaccine or things are going to get normal by next year. And it's like, there's no guarantees. I don't. (laughs) I I really don't. Like I was thinking, oh, by summer, everything will be normal. And things still really aren't. So now I'm just like. For the foreseeable, I don't know. I, I became a wedding officiant at the beginning I saw of this that. year, yeah. which was cool. 
But then I, all the weddings I had booked were canceled <laughs> because they're not allowed to have huge weddings. You did a few, though. I did a few uh, starting in August because then people were, it was like a new normal. They had to adapt and have like maximum 50 people at their weddings. That yeah. includes everyone. That includes like uh, DJ, food people, bartender, whatever. Oh, wow. Includes everybody. So we just really had to adapt to this to this new normal. And it. I don't know when we'll go back to what our old normal was or if we ever will. I just don't like that phrase, the new normal or unprecedented times. I think we're always adapting to our times as they are. I think right now we've had to adapt in a very jarringly abrupt way. And it's been the entire world, not just just like Canada (laughs) or not just China. It's been everybody. It's been everybody. And I spoke about this on CKNW as well, but it's given me a lot of gratitude for what I have, including health, including Mm -hmm. family, you know, it makes you realize how lucky you are, especially if you are still working, if you're not worried about your a roof over your head or yeah. family or anything like that. It's like, there's a lot going on in the world mm-hmm. and we're all for sure stressed and, and we're allowed to be and we're allowed to be a little depressed. But it's like, if you have some of those basics covered, you're living a pretty good life. Totally. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And it did, I mean, I was a little stressed because every day. We were, yeah. Yeah, every day I went to work and I was like, is today the day they're going to tell me I, I shouldn't come back tomorrow? Yeah. I, after a while, I kind of was just like, just chill out. That's all you can do is just chill out. Um, but yeah, it made me grateful, very grateful to have a job and to have, like you said, a roof over my head. And then if something happened and I lost my job, I'd have friends and family to stay with if I needed, mm-hmm. you know? I, so yes, I agree. It made me feel grateful as well. Through Twitter and through some other online communities connected to this podcast, I ended up making these like online friends, I mm-hmm. guess, but people that live in Vancouver. And I have slowly social distanced met them in person. Right. Which has been so weird. Like uh-huh. I've made a bunch of new friends. A lot of them I've never even met. Yeah. <laughs> but these are people that I talk to now on a regular basis. Yeah. It's so weird because you're inside yeah. the whole time. Exactly. I actually started on a new app. It's called Bigo, B-I-G-O. And you literally go on and you like cook. Like I cook a lot of time. Not to say I'm a good cook. (laughs) I just cook the way I cook. Or or I'll do my radio show on it. Or I will, you know, whatever I want. I'll work out. It's like everyone's going to be like, that's a cam girl thing. It's not. (laughs) Trust me. If you even show a bit of cleave, they're like, they'll ban you for like 10 minutes and not let you go back on for 10 minutes. Like it's very, very strict. Even when I cook, I hide the knives because they are so weird about everything like that. Mm. So it is very strict. It started, I think, in Singapore in 2005. And you just go on and do stuff and people watch you. And people will send you like gifts. They're called beans. I hate even this saying. This does sound like Cam Girl. It did. Stuff. It does, but it's not. <laughs> Someone told me to say it's like a, a paid version of um, Skype. Like you're just on there. People, I don't know. People are chatting with you and talking. Wow. Swear to God, it's like it's so chill, and you get very much in trouble if you can't wear a bathing suit. Like you, like nothing. It's oh, very, okay. very, very strict. Interesting. Um, and but I I was gonna say the same thing. Like I've met like friends. I have like a friend in like Dallas, Texas, because huh. because of that. And she and I will like message back and forth, and we chat and we help each other out on the app. And um, yeah, it's. So you're not one of those girls 
who makes money playing Mario Kart in their underwear. No, <laughs> definitely no, I mean, not. I mean, respect to those girls. Listen, <laughs> no, if yeah, you can if play, you if you can make money, <laughs> sure, playing video games in your underwear. It, this props. honestly sounded too good to be true, and I found it just like when did I find it in like May or June? Yeah, and I was texting the girl about it, and I was like, "What is this?" Like, and we're going, like, I, I just didn't believe her, and she was like, "Trust me, you can make money doing this, and it's not." you know porn it's not anything like that and so i was like okay well i'll see do you think it's popularity went up because of covid it must 100 percent. and i i only wish i had found it in march so i could have started earlier um because i did lose a a bunch of jobs like hosting jobs and wedding jobs and you know i work at investment pitch i i lost that um so yeah, I wish I had found it a bit earlier because you you got to get a good start on it. You got to socialize, network with people. It's very much like any job just online. Wow. Because it's all about networking, which in entertainment we have to do. And to be honest, people do a lot of that on Instagram live. Yeah, like, totally. Like, hey, I'm cooking a meal and you have your yep. Instagram live on and people are commenting. And There's actually one that um, Flipout does. Oh, I forget the website. Um, I'll have to... Titch? OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans. <laughs> that Flip out does. <laughs> Sorry, Flip. Um, I think it's called Titch. Twitch. Twitch? No, I don't... Twitch I, is one where you can play video games... Well, he DJs on it. Whatever this oh, one is... Oh, probably do that too. He yeah. DJs. And if you get a certain amount of viewers, fans, whatever, you get paid. I think you get paid. I don't know. Anyway, I was trying to show him Bigo too and get him hooked up with Bigo, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I love that even during a pandemic, people were coming up with creative ways yes. to get paid. If you work online or do anything online, your business was freaking soaring. Yeah, that's true. You know, Amazon... Really? They said it was busier than Christmas because people were just buying shit. Yeah. What else are we going to do? I'm bored. I'm going to go online. I did way too much shopping during that time. You know where I I racked up my bills? Mm. Skip the dishes. Yes. That's how I got fat too. Oh God. (laughs) You're not fat. I put on 35 pounds. What? Since you last saw me in February. Yeah. 35? Yeah. I hide it well. Stop <laughs> Nonsense. Oh I was God. surprised too. Uh, weight goes on pretty fast hence, and it takes a long time to get it up. Hence that Peloton. I was like, oh shit, I better invest yeah, in time something. For the Peloton. <laughs> oh God. We do have our shit together though. Totally. Relatively speaking, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're trying our best. It's hard to... <laughs> It's hard to juggle all those balls at once. Yes. Yes. It, it has been. It's just been a, like we said when we first saw each other. It's just been a crazy time. Yeah. You don't know what to do anymore. When I saw you, I gave you like an arm. What is it? An arm hit? I don't well, know. We kind of went for the elbow. Yeah, and an elbow. Like, and you're like, uh. we're going to be in a tiny little studio. I was like, right. <laughs> if you got it, I got it. Yeah. Like, um, but you don't know what to do anymore. I just social graces. I haven't shook someone's hand in. God knows how long. Yeah. Heightened awareness of consent. Yes. It's a good thing. Yes. I'm always like, hey, do you, especially when I'm marrying people and I want to congratulate them, I'm like, can I hug you or Mm. what do you want? They always say yes, um, but you don't know. Maybe they don't want me to hug them. So you don't have dudes just coming up to you going for that full bear hug Not anymore. anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. It's your time to shine. (laughs) Yeah. Plus the Roxy's closed. So (laughs) that's, yeah. Did you go to any bars during... COVID? No, no. Bars, um, once once uh, restaurants started opening and they were very socially distant in the restaurants, I was going occasionally to a restaurant. Yeah. But like, I heard recently they had like studio open, like 
Yeah, Have Granville the... Strip was all open. Was it? Yeah. No, fuck no. There's no <laughs> just, way in they're hell. They're closing that shit back down. Yeah. I think they just did that. And they had the strip clubs and everything. And I get it. People got to make money. But like, there's no way in hell I would have been going into a, a bar like that. The restaurants yeah. were great. I felt so safe. The The waiters were so on point with not touching certain yeah. things and sanitizing. Even they gave us a bottle of wine. They wouldn't pour it. Oh, I remember wow. because they, they didn't want to touch it. But at a bar... People are loaded and dancing and sweating and ugh, no. Yeah, it was nuts. I've only seen Instagram stories of it. Yeah. So it looks like the bar staff was protected with plexiglass, but the bars were open as normal. And I guess at a lower capacity, but yeah, were they people allowed were to mingling. dance? Yeah. What? I don't think they were allowed to, but I think it was still happening. You're not allowed to dance at weddings right now. Really? There's, you're not allowed to have a dance. Wow. No. So that is that's surprising to me that that could even happen. I did go to bars that had big patios or breweries that were yes. that you had patios. Yes. Those were pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see what people feel like now that the weather is going to go south again. Yeah, I definitely people think people still want to go out to restaurants because I think totally. patios made a big difference. Oh yeah, and they made all kinds of wider patios shut off the streets in some areas to make bigger yeah. patios. I do love that and I felt safe doing that. Um yeah, but I don't know what's going to happen. Do you think there are any habits that because of the pandemic you've lost or bad habits, good habits? You know, I was always very very aware of hand washing were other people not because now all of a sudden it's like wash your hands i'm like who wasn't washing their hands seriously like especially when i would get off the train and go to work mm -hmm. first thing all the time even before the pandemic first thing wash hands for sure then i wiped down my desk even then i did mm. because i thought about flu like flu season and yeah. cough and who's touched my microphone and ugh, gross stuff um <laughs> so i've always thought about that so i've just continued that habit maybe elevated a bit i always wipe down my phone now mm. i used to forget to do that and i I always wipe down my phone after I get off the train and then after the end of the day when I get home. Because you never Twice know. a day. Yeah, twice a day, pretty much. Nice. Every day. Okay. Because I, you'd never know what's on your phone. It's dirty as hell. So that's it. Really, it's like super dirty. The dirtiest. <laughs> yeah. But my phone is the cleanest in Vancouver. Okay. So <laughs> you can eat off your phone. If I wanted to, I okay. could. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if I've, I think I've just become cleaner like everyone else, but. Yeah. Who the fuck wasn't washing their hands is just what I want to yeah, know. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's so strange. I'm just trying to think of what habits of ours will change in the long run. I think the automatic going for a handshake is just mm. going to be obsolete. I remember being in an acting class when I was like 12. And they were like, we're going to teach you how to properly shake hands in case in the industry you need to shake hands with a director or whatever. How do you properly shake hands? You know, a firm handshake. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to show you because we can't touch hands. No, but, we're not um, going to. <laughs> for a I'll handshake. touch your phone. I won't touch your hands. Yeah, yeah my phone's way cleaner. <laughs> um, but, you know, like a lot of, some people do that like wet noodle kind of hand. Yeah, and that's like, the worst. It's so gross. So they just, they were like, this is how you properly shake hands. Well, are people ever going to shake hands again? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's an interesting one. These kids are going to grow up wearing masks everywhere. They're going to think that's the normal and it always has been. And I think masks will be here to stay for a while. Yeah. Even once we have a vaccine and stuff, I think during flu season, we'll start... Like in Asia, they already do that. Right, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's probably going to be a thing that we inherit from the uh, from the pandemic. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can't, I can't think of any of my other habits. To be honest, I kept working out the whole time. I was like, That's what else good. am I going to do? Good for you. <laughs> I wallowed in sadness for, like I said, for those two months, especially. Aww, did you? It was tough. You know what? I'm an extrovert. I like meeting people. I like meeting up with my yeah, friends. You and you weren't able to do that. And, and I'm an introvert, yeah. surprisingly. <laughs> but uh, an introverted extrovert. Is that how you say it? Like, I enjoy this sort of thing. Yeah. But I like my time alone a lot. Yeah, and I, I thought I did as well. Until you but, weren't able to do it. Yeah, but that social time for sure, losing that made a big, that hurt. And actually one of the things that helped me bounce back was I started doing mini episodes for this podcast. Yes, that was Where I would good. just call up people and record it. And we yeah. would all be planned. It was not, yeah. <laughs> catch people at bad yeah. times. It wasn't sporadic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Fiona. But that was a great way to get that social bug out too. And I was also, it also helped me meet a lot of new people that would want to do that. Yeah. And it's a low commitment type thing. It's 15 minutes as opposed to an hour. Totally. But yeah, that social element, even in the summer, and we talked about this before we started recording, like great summer in terms of weather. Mm -hmm. I was outside a lot, which I also think helped, you know, bounce me back. Yeah. But it was a weird summer. There was, was no parties. Selfish. There was no festivals. The no. stuff that I really love in the summer. Yeah. We lost that. Totally. I mean, I went camping, which was great. I went camping cool. with Janet, my friend Janet, um, which was great. I uh, did a lot of like lake days. Went to the island a lot. Was yeah. supposed to go to Greece, but obviously couldn't do that. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Summer, although weird, it was still great. Yeah. It's going to be weird to see what happens going back into the fall and winter and everything. I think one thing that helped me, and I won't go really into this because we'll talk about it in another episode, but mm -hmm. I started dating someone mm. right before the pandemic started, like yeah. a month before. And now you're married. Yeah. And now we eloped. <laughs> yeah. No, we actually didn't. But um, yeah, we, I had this excitement in me because mm. I was just dating someone and I had that one person who I saw still. Right. So maybe that, maybe that helped me more than I think it did. And didn't yeah. put me, maybe I would have been depressed if I, uh, if I didn't have that. And I think it's okay to be depressed too, especially totally. when things change, mm -hmm. right? It's important to take that time if you are feeling that way to feel that way, as mm -hmm. long as you're not harming yourself to a degree where it's serious yeah. or dangerous. Definitely. I mean, I was harming myself in terms of just eating chips. The chips. <laughs> the amount of chips. I, to be honest, yeah. What's your chip of choice? Like anything kettle. Like any sort oh, I do of like the kettle, kettle ones. Chips. Those are yeah. good, yeah. I, I, I am partial to a cheesy. Like, I do love a good cheesy. I don't know. I was just trying to think. I don't think I've ever crushed that many chips in my life because oh I did. God. I was going, I was literally like a bag a day. Like, that's so random to me. I just chips. Like, that just. Uh, I'm also one of those people that once the bag is open, oh, it, yeah. it gets finished right I'm away. like that with cookies. Yeah. I'll eat all of them. Yeah. All of them. Who has a chip clip or like I do. Thing. <laughs> you ever put it to use yeah because oh. i'm not that i'm not a chip fiend i'm like oh. i'm more about it's cookies for me i don't buy them and if i do mm. they are gone max two days max two days yeah but i could sit and eat them all at once yeah that's why i don't i barely have any food in my house Smart. just what i'm gonna make for meals and then that's it because i am a fucking pig i'll eat everything you know what i did also get into this summer aside from chips what? well chips i stopped <laughs> by the summer White Claws. You, those got so popular. <laughs> what is with that? Why are they the perfect pandemic drink? I don't understand. They just blew up. I remember my boyfriend bringing them over. He was like, oh, let's try these. And I tried it. I was like, 
I prefer wine still. Like mm. I don't, but they're just everyone just loves them. They're just so easy to tote around and for yeah, the summer. I don't know, I, I, but they blew up. And it's not like the idea didn't exist before because you had nudes and neutrals, which yeah. are basically the same thing. Sure, but why? Why did White Claw blow? I don't know. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I was, T- I was hoping you could explain it to me while why that was the perfect pandemic drink. No, I, I'm, a, I'm very much a wine girl and like a margarita girl. I, I love margaritas. Oh, drinking margs. Love margaritas. Um, but I'm a very much a wine girl. So there are a lot of like they're called babes, b a b e s babes, and they're like cans of wine that you could take like at camping or like me and Janet would go on our floaty and we have a, a cooler in the middle. Oh yeah. And we'd put like the cans of wine in it. Very easily accessible. Very not classy at all, but <laughs> it's a way to have wine. Mm, I know. don't think white claws are particularly classy. Either. No, no. I went out to a restaurant recently and I ended up asking them, I'm like, Oh, do you have white claw? <laughs> it's just the look that I got was like, no, sir. No, we, we don't. do not serve that here. Jesus. White claws. <laughs> No, not into it. Well, Megan, great to see you. Great to see you too. We're going to try to make this a regular thing now. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now that we can. I think we should all try to continue to get our shit together. I I think everyone needs to get their shit together, (laughs) especially after 2020. Yeah. You had the year to fuck up your life. Yeah. Move on. You're excused from all the shitty things you did. (laughs) Shitty eating, shitty, any sort of shitty habit. Oh, one last shitty habit. Yes. Before we uh, get into the next episode, which we'll talk about dating and stuff. Yeah. That's what we're planning. Did you text an ex? During COVID? Yeah. No. I guess you didn't because you were in a relationship. Yeah. Smart. (laughs) Yeah. Neither did I, but that was a very common thing. To text an ex? Yeah, I was hearing it from a bunch of people. Maybe because people felt safe with them and you couldn't really go see somebody like... Yeah, don't do that. That's not getting your shit together. Yeah, like going on (laughs) Tinder during COVID. I can't even imagine. How would you have a date? A social distance date? Only fans. Ew. Yeah, only fans. (laughs) Bigo! (laughs) Well, it's so nice to see you. Nice to see you, I look forward to seeing you more often so we can continue this because I think we have a lot to learn. I agree. (laughs) I totally agree. And in case you forgot, I am Mo Amir. And I'm Megan Edwards. And you can take it from us. You can learn the hard way. Or you can get your shit together.